Dungeon Dads. As always, I'm your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I'm joined by John Watson, still in great ape form. How's it going, John? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Can't do it the whole episode. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Tim, Tim Carr. How's it going, Tim? I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, man, so good. Glad we're playing tonight. Uh, and Sam Frank. How's it going, Sam? You know, I... I think I'm losing my sense of smell, but that's normal, right? I think I think oh, we're all good. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man! For our friends who are not in America, Sam is making a COVID joke. Um, it's a that's a disease that's been like really causing problems here in America for a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh God, everybody! This is um, this no, is a big I'm episode. In, I'm in Texas, so we're cool. We're cool. Yeah, here. you're fine. Everything's fine there. Everything's fine in Texas. <laughs> That mask mandate's really holding up too. So and I'm it's glad true I'm that. having trouble smelling, but it's just allergies. I, oh I'm, my god! I'm certain, oh, and Jesus. it happens every year around this time, and it's the worst. Sam, is that your goldenrod situation? That's a whole other situation. Wait, Tom Blaylock. I, no, no, I know, I have a, no, because I know I have a goldenrod situation. I thought you had a goldenrod situation too. <laughs> This may be more layers of inside than even I get. No, no, because I'm allergic to goldenrod, and it's all around me, and this is the season for goldenrod. This is the season for goldenrod. It's true. We're off on quite the tangent to start episode 51. If we've already started at this level... Think of what delights await. Oh, this is going to be delightful episode. Well, <laughs> let me just catch some editing. Let me just catch everyone up. So uh, the... I thought war... John did a great job of catching everyone. Okay. Yeah. Only kind of. <laughs> we usually put a lot of writing into that uh, cold open. And I think John, uh, you nailed it, John. But now there's a lot of extra work for uh, for yours truly for <laughs> for catching people up and getting them ready. Um, the big things to me are the War of Water's End is basically over uh, um, thanks to you guys taking the tower uh, first by taking the ballista at the top and defeating uh, Gail Neverwinter and her acolytes. Uh, and the archers, you had a fight with Willem Searchlight, who revealed to you that he is, in fact, the uh, old human god Grumsh, who is, in fact, an orc. That's that's and, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And the whole time he's been with us. Good grief. Well, 
it's unclear if he is Grumpsh or if he has. Well, anyway, we'll get. Or if, if he believes possessing him. Don't <laughs> well, let me. Or don't let me possessed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's That's got true. a hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We and, know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and so he he fled the situation, much like Gail Neverwinter did. And he actually jumped off and into the water. Um, you do not see him. He has not come up. Uh, the Hark soldiers have begun to uh, to surrender now after seeing most of them killed by either the the Monterran Marines, the Monterran Navy, the giant ape that jumped out of the tower and feather fall <laughs> down into the water while it was water walking. I mean, what? And, or, or the priest or the warlock who was in, who were inside the tower. In my mind, most of the people who were in the tower to see sort of the uh, skill of, of Abel and Filnir, like they're dead or they've run off. And so that's how I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, so again, Don't want people knowing what I can do. Yeah. It, it does seem like Jonas is the, is the, um, well, they don't know it's Jonas either. They just know that there's a giant ape that's, that's done this. <laughs> um, and so I want to leave it to you guys. Do you want to pick up right where we left off after, you know, uh, Jabonis, you know, threw the men off the, the dam and they began to run away. Um, or do you want to move forward in time? Uh, I'm going to pick up. I'm going to pick up right at Prince Ape. Okay, yeah, I feel like. I, I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't that argue with a amazing. short rest later, but I, I'm I'm there with with uh, okay. Jonas for picking up right away. They're chanting yeah. Prince Ape, Prince Ape. All right, and I'm still myself. My intelligence is still a seven. And I'm not about to be called Prince Ape. So I just look at all of them and I just go, and I slowly turn back into Jonas and minor illusion. That's Silhavind. Remember it. Oh, man. The ones that are on the dam, you can see in their faces, John, that some of them are delighted by the fact that you have just said your name is Silhavind. Some of them are terrified. And others look like they might even be angry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and the sort of leader of the Marines, this woman in white, she approaches and she says, troops, put down your weapons. They have helped us much in our defeat of Hark this day. Not sure why the dam is still standing, but we now control... Water's End, and all lands north along the Potter's Trail and the three-way. To Monterre, she calls, and then the, just an eruption of cheers uh, come, and, and, and she, she, she approaches you, John, and she says, um, I'm very sorry, I don't, I'm, I haven't been in Monterre for many years, but if it's true you are a Silhavind, this is very big news indeed. I show her my family ring. And I say, uh, my tie. Are, Go ahead. I said, are, are Phil near and I catching up at this point? Yeah, we, we I think we did jump yeah. to us being out of the tower. Yeah. You guys were climbing the rope. So, yeah. so what I kind of want to do is like, 
while this is going on, sort of use, you know, I can use thaumaturgy to make my voice a little more booming. I'm going to try to get a little like, sort of like a USA, USA, but thaumaturgy to make it a little more resonant, but then also look around like, I don't know who started saying that, but then (laughs) I join in, you know, (laughs) to see if I can get the whole crowd going. (laughs) Okay. And then I look at, I I look at Phil near and I sort of, you know, I put my hands up, like, pick it up, pick it up. Right, so, so there is a sm- there's a smattering of people saying it. And, what magical means do we have to make it sound like a larger crowd? Uh, minor illusion works. Um, I'll I'll, uh, it, I'll pick up on it and uh, and kind of put, ha- hide my hands behind my back and then get get it going with Abel so that it's a mm-hmm. more impressive thaumaturgy minor illusion combo. Oh, nice. So it's it's booming and it does sound like it's coming, you know, from all over the place. And you see that the clouds in the sky, um, they're still holding the message that Florin Gershon defeated uh, the, the Hark army. But then it starts to it starts to fade a little bit and the clouds change shape into uh, um, a misspelling of Silhavind. Um, uh, there, there is an extra C in there for some reason. And then there's a G at the very end, but it's basically (laughs) correct. Um, and, uh, and the, the, the woman in white says, well, I see you still have at least some fans. You're much younger than I anticipated. I thought you were dead. Well, as you can tell, I am not, uh, you seemed quite impressive out there. To whom am I speaking? I'm not sure you deserve to have my name. You can call me Captain. I can call you Servant. (laughs) Tell me your name now, or I will remember this. My name is Captain Offengarten. And while I am born Monteran, I spent most most of my years in Faerun. And what brings you back to Montaigne now? When one's home is imperiled, one has a choice. Do you adopt the home of your of where you are, or do you find your way back? Uh, my home was imperiled by years of uh, terrible leadership, and I aim to come and help return it to its once former glory. Well, then apparently you and I are... You and I have the same goals. I, I, I do find it strange, however, that I do not know you at all. I'm sure you knew my family, the Offengartens. They, they, they run a bank. Uh, they run a bank in, the, in Gate Town. Not noble uh, like your last name, if that's really what your last name is, but we, uh, we have done all right for ourselves, well enough for my father to get me out of town from being persecuted by, well, you, I suppose. Why on earth would my family persecute you? Well, you see what I can do on the battlefield. As you know, that's been outlawed for years in Monterre. I'm, I'm sure you saw what I can do on the battlefield. And you can see that I 
would very much like to change said law, if that is indeed the case. Well, it's easy to do that, I suppose, when you come from the land of privilege the way that you do. I, I am surprised that you, uh, well, I'm not surprised that you survived all these years. I mean, you ostensibly are a Silhavind, I suppose. Perhaps one day you and I can sit down and have a conversation on the problems of Monterre and the things that I have indeed been through. But uh, I'm afraid our time is short. I am glad that you were here to help defend our people, and I am glad that we have won the day. I believe that there's more business that we need to attend to. Uh, I'd like to offer you my thanks, and um, please tell me, what, what are your plans from here? It's whatever the general tells me to do. And who is the general? There, on the boat. She points that way, and the, you see the boat is landing, and you see... Sam, what is what is what is uh, what does he see getting off the boat? Uh, a young man, actually slightly younger than you, uh, also impeccably dressed, um, but uh, at, you know, roughly your same height, just slightly more uh, well muscled, uh, with a full <laughs> head of hair. <laughs> what in the world is going on? <laughs> <laughs> we'll need us two DMs. <laughs> <laughs> An old priest and a young priest. Uh, uh, yeah, so she points and the and the general uh uh is making his way. You can tell by his insignia he is absolutely not a general. She's just calling him that. Um and uh, and he he approaches you and he uh, what does he say, Sam? Good God, Jonas, is that you? Uh, yes, hello. It's, it's what? It's me, Tevin, Tevin Wassenbeck. Good Wassenbeck. They've made me a general. Can you believe it? You're the general of a ship. <laughs> How on earth did that happen? Things in Montera strange, my good friend. It is uh. Oh, we've missed you sorely, I do say. Although, frankly, the chaos has apparently been good for battlefield appointments. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, uh, I mean, well done with... Uh... I, I haven't seen you since the sport at Goldenrod. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I, can't, I wouldn't have imagined to see you out here in the wilds like this, looking at... Uh, Oh, I don't even know what to say. Oh, oh, oh forgive me, forgive me. I cast prejudication on my outfit. <laughs> oh, was it all shredded like Hulk-like? No, I guess it's not. It's not, not shredded, but it's definitely transforms with definitely you, yeah. dirty because of the battle with uh, with Neverwinter. She knocked me down on the ground a couple of times. But uh, oh, what a relief it is to see another man of quality out here in this wilderness. Indeed, indeed, my good sir. Well, uh, well done on this uh, offensive that you have orchestrated. I, I had I known you were here, I would have uh, tried to make myself known much sooner. Tell me, my friend, are, are the rumors true? Uh, the rumors of? I've heard you can cast mage armor. <laughs> 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 that is that is indeed true, my friend. I've uh, come a long way beyond that in my studies, actually. Fascinating, fascinating. 
I mean, slightly off-putting, but very fascinating. <laughs> sorry, sorry to hear that, but uh, there, there are a few changes that I would love to bring to Monterre. Um, tell me, my friend, uh, how does it fare there? Well, uh, you can see, given the choice, I sort of look around and gesture. I, I came down the river on these boats, so... If this seemed like the preferable option. Dear gods. Well, understand this. I will be returning. And I will be bringing that city back to proper order. Mark me. Well, that's... uh, I don't even know what to think. People have been executed just for uh, being being under suspicion of supporting you. Now that you're alive, I suppose I must actually support you. That would be greatly appreciated, but, um... Well, Lord knows what they would do to me if they found out about this. (laughs) And he slaps you on the back like a little too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, if if you... Can you you believe it? They gave me all of these boats, Jonas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still having a hard time with it, but you seem to have... Ships. They call them ships. <laughs> that is what they call it, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I I would not have believed it if you had asked me a year or two ago, but uh, I've seen many things. And as I said, you seem to uh, be well-equipped and you see, seem to be able to handle yourself quite well, my good man. Um, if well, you plan well, to you. return... It's, it's my first time seeing water from this low down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to viewing it from a great height, you see, and it seems much less terrifying from a... <laughs> Yes, indeed, indeed. And that is uh, that is proof of your constitution, my good man. <laughs> that you can actually brave the seas from this far. It. If well, you are re- to return to Monterre, I-, I believe we should keep this as a rumor among your men. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know that I should return to Monterre. If you, if you do not wish to, then I can definitely accommodate you. Well, uh, I mean, no, no loyalist to Erlington am I, but, well, I, well, it sounds so strange to say it, considering all of the uh, frolics and fun I've seen you have, but I believe you are now my lord. <laughs> Indeed. And if you would wish to stay with me and follow me, as I said, I can accommodate you and I will take care of you. But I do and, fear and, for your safety if you return. At this moment, uh, Tavin, is that your name? Tevin. 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 Uh, Tevin, your... Um, uh, Tevin your ma- Wassenbeck. Your, your, your master chief from, from the deck uh, approaches. He is absolutely a white uh, and supporter of, of Erlington. Uh, he says, uh, General, sir... The men are wondering what we ought to be doing. Shall we blow the dam and continue on with our mission downriver? Um, Lord Silverwind, what say you? That is, it's, uh, enough with the joke. It's Silhavind. You know this, Tevin. If you would, but a little bit of I, patience. I can't believe the man that I... Uh, 
thump three bargle snouts at Goldenrod now gets to tell me what to do. Life is a funny thing. <laughs> if you live long enough, you can see many, many a thing, dear Tevin. Um, if you would, please uh, hold and have patience. This tower, I'm sure, has many spoils for us and your men. And as well, I need to talk to my compatriots. I believe there's something we need to do below the surface. Uh, sir, oh, is that really what we're going to do? We're going to listen to this, uh... Below the surface of the water? Well, yes, my good man. This is uh, Lord Ionis Silhavind. Don't you recognize him? We, we we all thought he was dead. Uh, and your Master Chief, subtly able, sees this. Uh, the Master Chief subtly, uh, is playing with the, uh, his right sleeve, um, uh, it looks like he's trying to pull something down from from his uh, from from hiding within his sleeve. Look out there, Wassenbeck. What do you mean, good sir? I mean, turn around. <laughs> Look, there's guys doing something. Oh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Tom, where's Pawson at this point? Um, uh, pa- Pawson is Pawson is with the uh, Lake and Harthers who are who are now celebrating by holding up and tossing Floan Gershon up in the air, even though the that side, the eastern side of the of the dam is littered with dead humans. And uh and there there are four men who are pulling a, a, a gurney that has um uh Felipe Madamba on it. And Felipe is sort of sitting up and he is he looks like he is preparing to cast something. Um they're they're close enough you can see them, but they're they're not involved in this conversation. Okay. Does Phil Near see any of this? Yeah, yeah, Phil Near sees it too. I'm Was, gonna I'm well, I'm gonna make Beck, a move. Sir. I'm gonna make a move to thump his hand with the butt of my spear. Okay. All right. And Filner's gonna whistle. Just okay. for Pawson. All right. <laughs> are, are you looking at where Pawson is as well? Uh, I think I'm trying to, you know, I think he, I think Filner would look to see if he could see him. Okay. Um, and then if he can and realizes he's within earshot, he would uh, give yeah. him a whistle. And, and Pawson is beginning to knock over Lake and Harthers that are in his way as he bounds toward you. <laughs> All right, Sam, give me a, give me a, um, I mean, I guess it, let's do an attack. There won't be damage on it unless you want there to be, but I'll give him a plus two AC since you're aiming for his hand. 19. specifically that's gonna hit um so so you hit his hand do you want to do damage or no um i want to i want to disable the hand okay right all right so let's do some damage go ahead and roll me the damage this will be bludgeoning because it's the butt of it of your spear mm-hmm. seven yeah so you I, hear I rolled a, a three on my D four, <laughs> so you hear a crack. Um, I was gonna, anything over a five, I was going to break his hand. And you have, <laughs> and you, you hear a crack, and his hand sort of like you see his thumb bends back, and as he bends back, his sleeve, like out of his sleeve, there drops a, a punching dagger uh, that was hidden up in there, and it falls down to the ground. And he says, "Oh." General, you, 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 you got to stop this man. He's he, like he's he's gonna fill your head with lies. 
Good God, man, what trickery is this? It's no trickery. I'm a loyal servant of Montaire. This man is wanted. Wanted, wanted by whom? Wanted by the authorities. Whose authorities? I've spoken to Reinhold Erlington myself. He wants me to come back. Maybe to put you on a spike, he does. You saved a lot of men today. I'm, I'm done. General, let him live. Don't let him live. Up to you. Uh, I'm, I'm not taking orders from that one. And he Please starts walking calm, off. Calm. Calm yourself. I have done nothing to you. Yes, my family, and I, I do this in uh, with minor illusion, my family has much to atone for. I understand this. Even I have been put in great danger because of the decisions of my father. However, I have risen from the ashes, and so shall Montaire. This I swear to all of you. We will bring Sir order Harvey. back to the city. Prosperity should never have stayed in the Cloud District. It should be for all Monterans. We have more than enough wealth to go around. This I know, and this I will distribute among you, the people. Wassenbeck's starting to turn a little green. Yeah, and, and Offengarten <laughs> is now casting to elevate your voice even more as you continue to speak. If you stand behind me today, I promise a united Montaire, one with a healthy relationship with this great valley. I also plan to work on peace between us and Hawk and Adair to end this war, end the conflict, bring together Gilbrain Island. This is the only way we can survive as a people. The people who are there erupt. Not everybody, but a lot of them start to cheer. And Offengarten uh, puts her hand upon your back and, and she says, very well said. Do you mind? And she begins to cast something. She says, may I? I allow it. I'm going to have to trust these people. And <laughs> she, she, she casts enlarge reduce on you and she enlarges you to, to, you know, three times your size. And, uh, and, and she says, Marines, this is what Montaire is fighting for. These are the ideas that I bring from Waterdeep. This is what this is all about. Renewing Montaire. Making Montaire the jewel of the mountain that, like it once was. Fulfilling the promise of the Silhavines of old, not the Silhavines of recent. Stand with us and continue this fight to take back our island from the Faerunis. Offengarten speaks true. There are people beyond our borders that plot against this entire island, that plan to use us. They've been using us against one another. But we are a strong people, and we will not allow them to manipulate us. Stand with us today! Yeah! Stand with us! Kill the foreigners! Yeah, there, there's a, there's a, 
Oh, all Is right, it- all right. Wait a minute now. Hold on. <laughs> Watson back turns to Abel and he's like, as long as there's a warm fire and a mug of wine at the end of the day, uh, sounds all right by me. And he's, Abel's like, yeah, that sounds like a good plan to me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Pawson gets there. Um, <laughs> what do you, what do you think of this lady? She's somebody we can trust. Well, uh, she's been quite useful to us on our way down the river. I don't know if I trust anyone who often gardens. Oh my god! <laughs> Gentlemen, you reap what you sow. You see um, all that talk of reaping and sowing. That's that's gardener talk, right there. Yeah. I've never been partial to it. <laughs> So people are going to tend to their wounded. The Lake and Harthers have lined up the dead. Um, there are over 40 dead here. And I'm assuming you are going to go and be, be with them or talk to them or something. They're, they're, they're aiding Felipe Madamba in some kind of ritual that he is now uh, beginning to perform. Um, if you want to be there, you can be there. If not, I'll just describe it. I'll 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 shake I'll shake the proper hands and um, okay. thank Often Garden and then and then has uh, has Pawson reached us? He's with you. Yeah, he's with you now. Okay. Oh, master! Oh, oh God. master! What is that? <laughs> fear not, fear not. He means you no harm unless you mean us harm. Master, how how can I tell which ones I can eat and which ones I cannot eat? There will be no eating for now, Pawson. Mm, I have done much killing, master. Yes. Um, and that makes we'll help me you sort it. We'll help you sort it. You are hungry. Mm. Check near the base of the tower. Anyone in red? Mm. But first, I have a Don't task. Don't eat anybody where other people can see, please. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying I'm to make a good his, impression on these people. <laughs> I'm going to hop on his back and then ride over to Felipe. Okay. All right. Um, so when you get over to Felipe... He is, uh, he's chanting and he's dropping, uh, putting water from, from the water's end on people. And, uh, and he says, Warlock, could you, could you reach in my bag and, and get me as many of the mushrooms as I have in there, please. Okay. I'll do that. And so, uh, and he begins to rub these mushrooms uh, between his hands and uh, and it s- starts to dust them and he pulls silver from from uh, the pouch on his on his waist uh, and he begins to sprinkle that on the faces of the lake and harthers and he and he says if I die in the process of this bring my body down with me with you down to the bottom of the lake and and he puts his hand on you, Filnir, and he says, Also, you should not trust what you see on your way down. It is a very difficult fall. You must dodge the spears. And and he he begins to cast, and he says, 
from the gnomes gap all the way is he like sitting on the stretcher that he was on he's sitting on the stretcher yeah he's sitting on the stretcher yeah okay from the gnomes gap all the way to the wilds of Gilbrain, i call on all of the magic of the trees and the sand and the wind to breathe life back into these humans who have given so much who have given what they can to this cause, who have fought and died against the magics of Faerun, who have fought and died for their people and their homes. If they occupy new bodies, let them be in bodies that they respect. Let them find a new way to be. Let them be what is in their hearts. And he begins to chant in Gnomish. I don't, anyone know Gnomish? Nope. Negative. Oh, he, I saw. Oh, he, I saw. And this goes on and his hands start to glow in fire. And the, all of the grass on the dam and the flowers begin to shrink and turn gray and die. And you can see that this like gray death of things just spreads from the dam. And you see that in the water, fish start to pop up dead and the trees along the tree line start to start to turn gray and their the needles on the pines fall down and the oak leaves fall off. And some of these trees even look like they're being sapped from the inside out and they start to, to, to wrinkle up and turn over. And as he continues chanting, you can see that he also seems to be losing life. But you see that the lake and Harthers have color returning to their faces. And some of them are changing. One of the Lake and Harthers that was a an, an older man is now looking like a young elf. Another one is turning into a dwarf. There's a there's a there's a drow that's rising up from down the way, and all of these like people are changing and turning into things. Some of them are human, some of them are not. And at the very end, he sort of looks over at you and he says, "It, it was worth it." It was worth it. And Felipe, can you make this, it? What? Can you make it down with us? Bring me with you. I can help you. We shall. I, I need would to it, set my friend free. Would it be helpful for us to blow the dam first? Would it make our tr- our journey any easier? It would not make our journey easier if... The priest can part the waters and we can jump down. Just don't trust what you see. Is it time to go? I'm just showing up. (laughs) Doesn't look like we have a whole lot of time left. And you see Florin, he's over there. He goes, oh man, that can't be right. Sabrina? So, hey, y'all, Sabrina is a male dwarf. Sabrina. (laughs) And she, he's shaking her up. He, she's a male dwarf. This ain't right. And and you see the person that he's talking to say, "Oh, this uh, I I can hardly believe it. I, oh, 
It's always what I wanted to be. This is it. I always wanted to be a dwarf, and I always wanted to be a man dwarf. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's like I almost remember what it was like to be on the mountain. And uh, this scene is starting to play out on the dam, and Felipe looks and says, "Yes, please, let's let's go. I don't have long to go. We need we need just a few moments. We need. We've left some things in the tower. We will return immediately. Okay, I just will stay here and rest. Rest, eat." While they were, while he was doing that ritual, uh, I'm, um, I'm uh, checking out my featherfall wand, or kind yeah, check it's or whatever. so tiny you can't even hardly see the button because your fingers are so big. Um, <laughs> oh God, uh, getting man, large. Huge still. <laughs> it's, yeah. like a, it's like a toothpick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even fit through the hole in the. In the <laughs> somebody just spelled this. Yeah. So, oh no, yeah, I own yeah, a yeah, quick sure. to the tower. You can lift us. You can lift us into the tower. <laughs> um, I want to. I want to check and see how many uh, charges are left. Um, give me an Arcana check. I'm also casting cure wounds on myself while he's doing that. Fifteen. Uh, it's hard to tell. It's more than one. Okay. Cool. Um, and uh, and so uh, there are two other buildings other than the tower. Um. And they are both uh, one is a one's barracks and one is a uh, is like an, set up like an office and also a medical like facility. And uh, if you're searching for things there, there are journals there. There are um, uh, some a small number of sort of like pleasure reading books that are in there. Um, there is a desk that has a uh, a ledger that, if you flip through it, it looks like uh, it's sort of like o- orders and troop movements to and from this base. So uh, it's been a, it looks probably like forty years worth of of comings and goings of the base, um, and and you do see Gail Neverwinter's spellbook there. Oh uh, yes. Along, along with uh, a couple of chests that um, look like they have been uh, uh, things confiscated from the three-way. Uh, and if you take a look at the ledger, there are several recent entries of pounds of gold and pounds of silver delivered from, from uh, Hark uh, guards in, um, in Grappa's unit uh over to this fort okay Th- does it say at all where those pounds of gold might have come from traders all people who were who are on the three-way m- going to and from Montaire. Okay. so these are ju- this is the uh the parking meter collection fund basically this is yeah. basically yeah this yeah. is basically the parking meter collection fund um you know uh the it's hard to tell whether this is stolen from people or uh, if this was, you know, the, taken the their fees cut. Paid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, enlarge, uh, reduce only lasts a minute. So I imagine yeah, by the done. time we yeah, get through here, done. I yeah, am yeah. back to normal. <laughs> Not trying to squint at tiny handwriting in uh, <laughs> in a spell book. Uh, this is a spell they- book for ants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are there any other items or um, things of note in there aside from gold? 
tons of weapons. Um, there's they're the, they're all fair, fairly standard uh, yeah. uh, Hark issue weapons. Um, other than that, n- not really. Um, you know, the chests have the sort of are the accumulation of uh, a very long period of time of wealth that you know. If you think about it, it probably should have made its way back to Hark City by this right. point. Um, so uh, there are <laughs> – this is somebody else's gold, even if it was got in the legitimate way. Like the fact right. that it was here is probably not the legitimate place it should have been. That's right. that's a, that's pretty obvious from how much is here. Ionis, I think it would uh... – help appease the troops that are less than eager to see your face again if these funds made their way back to Monterre. I am inclined to agree. I wonder if a small portion should also also be sent to Lakenhoth for their troubles. I agree with that as well, yes. But uh, seeing as how we have an unlimited supply of gold in my little pouch here, and I pat it. <laughs> 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 more than happy to uh to share the wealth yes yes hey hey fellas fellas where are you at where are you at hey hey uh is not looking too good oh that's a shitload of gold in here and look hey, Lorne, this is your Sabrina, piece come on come on come on let's get this gold wrapped up and get it before these monterran creeps oh no 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 no, no 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 this is going to lake and hoth and monterre yeah everybody will have some this that's is not within a- your powers it is today. So we take it all and they take it all at the same time? Clearly you do not understand what all means, Florn. Just as that magic you saw outside may never be within your grasp. We are... I begin portioning it out to the percentages of percentages of Lake and Hearth troops to percentages of Monterran troops. Oh, you're giving them actually to the troops. I will give them, I will give it probably to the general. Okay. To Tevin. Yeah. And then uh, let him, let him figure that out. So no items of a uh, wondrous quality. Um, so, uh, so no, your wondrous items are under the water. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're below decks. <laughs> All right, Abel's heading down to the shore of the lake, rolling up his sleeves. Okay, rubbing his hands together, making a big right. production out of it. I'm, I'm uh, as he's doing that. I'm, I'm, make, you know, pontificating about the money, and here are the. This is my. This is how. This is my first gesture in sharing with a new Montaire, and you know, I, I present the chest, hand it to Tevin, and. Tell him to take care of his troops. Yes, well, I'll try not to gamble it all on the next throw, shall I? Ha <laughs> <laughs> I, I shall be checking up on you, Tevin. This money had better go to these troops. Take your portion, oh, yes, of course. Well, of course. Oh, Tevin, Tevin, um, I forgot to mention that you are very concerned about your good friend, Bobby, who went south uh, recently with a bunch of dwarves. Yes, uh, uh, have you seen uh, in your travels uh, a fellow by the name of Bobby? He's a oh. charming, delightful fellow. I, I'm sure if you'd come across him, you would recognize. As a matter of fact, I have. He's he's uh, friends with my good friend Filnir, actually. 
Oh, well, fantastic. I have directed him and his dwarves to Lakenhoth. He's alive and well, then. The last I saw him, yes. <sighs> what a relief. <laughs> How do you know this man? You know, the, the world would be a slightly darker place if Bobby were no longer in it. I'm just, I'm just happy to know he's all right. <laughs> well, he's that a, he is. What a companion. He's, <laughs> we, uh, we made fast friends in Montaire, and he's just, just a delight to have <laughs> uh, as in, in your company. Uh, any task or frolic you might be undertaking, he's a joy to have with you. I, I shall remember that. I only spoke to him briefly, but uh, whatever you say. Uh, anyhow, Tevin, I must be off. I have business to attend to, but um, it was great to see you. If you will be staying, if you will be staying with me, please join my friend uh, Florn Gishan here on the other side of the lake. And he, he Florn waves. He sort of uh, pauses for a second, like he doesn't. <laughs> He's not exactly sure what to do or what the protocol is here. Like he, he sort of starts to stick out his hand and then he pulls it back and he sort of does a half bow and then he settles for sort of a, it doesn't look like a, a very military salute, you know, but he's sort of doing his best version of it. He's my, well, I suppose my king. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives you a salute and then walks off. Okay. I give him a nod and I head back over to uh, Abel. Yeah. I'll hey guys. Too. What's so? What's what's uh? What are you doing now? What's the tempest? You old so and so. Give me the divine power to travel down through these waters, like some kind of holy diver. Been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh, what's becoming of me? Madamba, are you ready to ride the tiger? You can see his stripes, but you know he's clean. Don't you see what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to open my eyes, but in my mind, I think I see it. And the waters begin to part. And I gradually, you know, and this isn't necessarily necessary for the spell, but I put my hands together in the center and then I open them at, at, you know, the exact same rate that I'm opening the waters. And, and you're doing it so that you can walk down and then walk to the, the, the place, right? Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as you open the, open the waters um there is a gradual stone embankment that you can see that that begins to make itself very clear and there are actually steps which lead down from the uh far eastern edge of the of the dam very very ancient looking steps not built at the same time as the dam clearly the the dam as you now see uh sort of underneath the water there's wood and there is definitely rammed earth that's down there uh, but it doesn't look like quite the job that the stairs are and 
the buoys that had exploded, some of them had exploded on the Monterran boats. As the as the the waters part, you can see that they are tied down uh, at the base, and they as you part it, they fall straight down. And as they fall and they hit each other, they cling together. There's these giant explosions. There's one after the next as these buoys hit the ground, the the lake bed floor and, you know, silt and uh, river rock and things are sort of blown up in the air. It's, it's a, a magnificent, really. Um, huh. Shiny diamonds <laughs> like the eyes of a cat in black and blue. Something's coming for you. Look out! <laughs> and 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 then clear as day, you see that there is a hole that is about a ten foot radius, so twenty foot wide across, that is revealed there. And uh, and it's the weirdest thing as the light hits the hole, you can see that there. It looks like from this distance, it's hard to tell exactly, but it looks like. Even though you've moved the water away, it's got water-like lines that are almost drawn on the sides of this hole that still look like water is flowing down. And if you get down and walk, you can walk all the way down to the hole. So here's the hole, fellas. So quoth the queen. (laughs) (laughs) I turn around and look at Florin. And I say, well, for one, perhaps with a few more years of study. And then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> and the sky right changes and it just says, Monterans avert your eyes. And are you guys walking down? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we carrying Felipe? Uh, yeah, someone needs to carry Felipe. Can we put Felipe on Pawson? Pawson looks at you and says, Master, it doesn't feel right for me. I don't think I can go down that hole with you. I fear I might not make it out. I'm not sure any of us will make it out. So I understand your concern. I'm not afraid, Wolf. I just, I feel it. I feel it in my tongue, and I feel it in my fur, and I feel it in my belly. Does your feeling... Everything inside of me is telling me not to go. Well then, I suppose you are free to roam as you wish until we meet again. Oh, master... Well, not exactly as he would wish, right, Filnir? <laughs> I mean, yes, please remember our allegiances and do not disturb those we are friendly with to the best of your ability, and I do intend to find you soon enough. I am still your master. I do not intend for that to change. Uh, I've never said this to a creature that wasn't a rock before. Thank you. Thank you, Paulson. 
You have served ably. You have probably kept us alive on more than one instance. So the gratitude is mutual. Don't die. I have no and intentions he, of... And he licks your whole face. Your whole <laughs> face. That tongue is giant. In Quite chilly. I, oh. I'm marking you. And he lifts up his, uh, his, his leg and he lets a little <laughs> bit of urine come out on you. And he says, um, he says, if you die, I promise you, I'll eat you and I'll bring you to the Hall of Heroes. Thank you, Pawson. Master. I, I pick up Felipe Madamba. Okay. I, I cradle him in my arms. Madamba, you're the star of the masquerade. No need to look so afraid. Let's go, fellas. I think something has happened to you, Abel. I, when I cast my spells, sometimes, sometimes people do begin to speak in rhyming pentameter. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) To the hole. As we get closer, um, do I feel the energy from the hole? No, but it is really, really weird. So you get there and... <laughs> if, oh, wait, if, before we get if, there, on the way down, okay. I do want to tell them what Felipe told me. Okay, yeah. Uh, make sure that they've heard. You are not to trust what you see during the fall. I do not know how long it is, but apparently there are spears of some sort to dodge. Is that right, Felipe? I've oh, never good been, grief. I've never been there before myself. I I only know I only know what Nimrod Talking has told me about his trip to the center of the earth. I think I think we must be on guard. And he told me that the fall the fall requires more than one, but that one takes charge. Like an ant. Just the kind of intelligence we need. Secondhand warnings from Nimrod God's damn talking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a riddle, no less. And as you approach, the silt, uh, it, it's hard to move through, and then as you get closer to what you thought was a hole, you arrive and it just looks like almost like an oil painting of a hole. It is two dimensional and it looks like it is just, as you get closer, it looks like it's just flat, like almost like literally like a circular painting. And on the painting, there is uh, um, perspective done in it. So it looks like there's water falling down through the hole into a uh into a almost an endless an endless pit um Jonas run your finger around the rim of that hole see if it feels wet (laughs) (laughs) I do just that (laughs) um so when Jonas puts his finger like like on the black part of the hole, you see a cr- clear across the hole. 
on the other side of the of the drawn wall, the perspective wall, you see a dark-skinned finger appear two-dimensionally on the other side of this hole. So like a mirror? Kind of. And and John, I need you to give me a uh what, what is your spell casting stat intelligence? Give me an intelligence saving throw. An intelligence saving throw. Yes. All right. Here we go. How wet is it, Jonas? 15. Uh, you can't talk. And, and you are no longer perceiving anything. It's just darkness for you. And Filnir and, uh, and Abel, you now... It's like you're seeing through Jonas's eyes. But he's seeing darkness, so we're seeing darkness. They're seeing darkness like like me? No, you're 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 seeing as though you're standing there with your finger in the hole. So what do we see? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like a POV from the space right next to you where Jonas is standing. I'm gonna try to pull Jonas's finger out as though okay. I am Jonas. Okay. You hmm. and you and you do, uh, and you're all three perceiving again. Woo! Oh, 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 gods! I couldn't speak. I couldn't see anything. Abel, what what happened? What did did you experience the same thing? I think I was in your body for a second. As was I. As as was I. This this must be what this must be what Nimrod was talking about. Tell us more, Felipe. I've told you everything that I know. I think we should jump in. And before we hit the hole... (laughs) Tell us again as though we might not have been listening the first time. (laughs) He said... He said that it would be like we were ants. One of us. One of us would be in charge of the hole. And I think he meant... W-H-O-L-E, not H-O-L-E. You said you, were, you, you saw through my, through my eyes. I could see everything you were seeing. I could also see what I was seeing. Do we all need to go down? Well, the water's not going to stay parted forever. And I definitely must go down. Well, so what do we do? We... On jump <laughs> as a group, and do we use the featherfall beforehand? Uh, I, I believe we have to use it as we're falling. But is the second half of a jump not the same as a fall? Yes, yes, half elf. I'm glad I've chosen you. The other two are. Now's not the time, Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very good after bringing all those people back to life. I remember what I am good at. That was healing. Quite a deed. I, I pull out the featherfall wand. Well, I'm I'm ready when you are. Do we hold hands, or how do we stay together? I uh, I tuck Felipe under one arm, like sort of like a football. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a tiny little gnome. He's tiny. Right? He's <laughs> tiny, yeah. And then I, I grab Filner's hand with my other hand. All right. 
Ellis. All right. And I grab Jonas's hand. All Jonas. Right. I will hold on as best I can. Do, do you still have my rope here near? Yes, of course. Maybe we could tie it or something. You mean, you want to make a line between us? Around each other's waists. Okay. That's probably safer than holding hands. <laughs> so we'll but, pull a rope. Well, we, we can still hold hands, though, couldn't yes. we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it will look much better for the listeners. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll get the rope. We'll tie it around each of us so we're connected by the rope. Um, okay. And then... Ionis, lead the way. We must all jump at the same time, and as you reach the apex of your leap, cast the wand upon us, and we will do the best we can to dodge whatever spears there are, if they are in fact spears. Now, I don't know if I even want to start this conversation, but uh, on three... Or three, then jump. <laughs> Whatever you prefer. I think three, then jump. One, two, three, jump. Perfect. It sets a rhythm a bit better, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> Very well. You able. get a few. You get an extra beat to to anticipate. All right. I shall count, since I also need the rhythm to cast the spell. All right. One, two, three. Then we jump. jump. <laughs> okay, you cast Featherfall. So up on the dam. I don't dam. know if that was on B. <laughs> <laughs> so up on the dam, Florn and the Lake and Harthers and several of the Monterans have been sort of watching you all, like walking around this hole. And they see Jonas reach his finger in and the others pull him out. And then they see the three of you tie a rope around each other and they and jump in. And it's the weirdest thing. As you go in, the, the water collapses back. But rising up from the water, there are four gargantuan waves. And each wave looks like it's going to come up and crash. But instead of crashing, all the waves rise up and they are perfectly in the shape of each one of your bodies. Filnir's, Ionis's, Abel's. And the gnome on Pantherback. Wow. And Florin says, Yep, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, you are falling. I need for the three of you to each give me a saving throw that is your spell casting stat. So wisdom for Abel, charisma for Filnir, and intelligence again for Jonas. 18. 21. 14 for Filner. Okay. All right. So, John, 
you jump in and you can feel sort of a tug of the rope and you you sort of make your way in and it doesn't even feel weird actually it feels kind of like you're floating and then it you can feel that you're falling a little bit and you you look down at where the rope is and you just like you move your hand but you can't feel the rope hmm. and as you sort of look down at your own body, you realize it doesn't matter if you move your hand toward or away, like back away from your body, like your hand doesn't move from what you see. And if you follow the way that the rope is like looped around you, you see Abel to your right. Uh, and, and it's the weirdest thing. Abel is two dimensional. Like he is painted on this wall. And, uh, and you're falling, but it's almost like a, it's almost like a cartoon, uh, but the, there's, there's very little perspective in it. And you can see only like a two dimensional shape of Felipe's head under his arm. And, uh, and then to the right of him, uh, also tie the rope is Filnir and Filnir, like it looks like himself, except also he's like on the wall and is, is, um, it's it's almost like you can't see a large portions of his body because he's sort of sideways. He's obscured and, by this weird baby in some sort of strange carrier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a, a weird baby character. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you hear water like all around you, but you can breathe fine, and hmm. and uh, and you are still falling. Um, uh, round three, give me another roll. Same spellcasting stat. Uh, for everybody? Yep, everybody. 27. 22. 28. Oh. That was a natural 20. For yes, natural baby. 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so uh, Jonas, you don't see anything anymore. Uh, Filnir, you are, it's the weirdest thing everyone's two dimensional and you are, you, you, you can't feel anything and you can't like, there's no, there's no like movement of your mouth. That's making any like sound. You can see that on Abel's face, he's actually screaming, but, but there's no sound coming out of his mouth as he's screaming. Um, and you can see down now um, that there are, uh, there are spikes that are coming out three dimensionally from the walls of the, of the, um, the, of this tunnel. And, uh, and if you look up, you get the sense that you're like, you're actually in like a tower or a, uh, like a light well, um, that is bringing light down to like give color to this painting of a waterfall that you are in now. Um, and, uh, and it looks like let me give a let me give a roll here. It looks like I'd like to try to to yell out to everybody else, you know, sort of remembering what Felipe said and not to trust my eyes. Um, yeah, and just say, you know, look down. Nothing. Don't trust your eyes. Nothing, nothing happens. Nothing comes out of your mouth. Um. Uh. And I rolled a four that is going to be you. So you are, um, these spikes seem to be coming like you're, it's, you're going to land on them. You're going to hit them, uh, unless you sort of maneuver your body over as you're going down. Now you have a couple of options here. Uh, 
you could try pulling on the rope that might pull you that way. Um, you could try to acrobatics to move yourself over or any other ideas you might have right now that you think might be appropriate for this sort of painted world that you're falling through. Ooh, I've got it. Move up, up, down, down, <laughs> left and right, right, then left, then right. VA, select start. Select start, yeah. <laughs> Unlimited weapons, Contra. <laughs> um, so does it look like there's more space on one side than the other to these spikes? Or does it just seem like one big spike that's just right it, under me? It, 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 there's, there's several, but there's, that they're, in, they're, they're localized. So there's four... Okay say coming out of this thing it looks like someone it it actually looks like there were um there actual spears that someone stuck in the wall okay um pointy end in so these are not the pointy end is not out it's the it's but like it's bludgeon the butt, butt of the spear but it's the spear. sticking yes. up and out up, up and out yep um and we're falling slowly if the feather fall worked but it's we can't tell because of this two-dimensional portrait yep. tunnel yep. um inside out type world but it feels like you're, i mean apart. i mean you can feel you feel things and it feels like you're falling right not like do the, I you don't feel, feel like, the gravity pulling you the way you would if you do were i feel like my mouth tried to speak and just nothing came out that was audible or do, do i feel like my mouth didn't actually function when i tried to get it to go it, it feel it felt like your mouth moved it felt like okay it felt like your voice box rattled but no sound came out got it not overwhelmed by the sound of a like waterfall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm concerned about pulling the rope and pulling somebody toward me instead of moving myself over. Um, so I think I'm going to try an in air swim acrobatics type move. Mm -hmm. Um, to try to just, you know, align myself differently. Mm -hmm. So like a pike, with your feet first and sort of tilt your body in a certain direction. Is that what you're going to try to do? Yeah. I mean, I was thinking more of like a funny looking cartoon breaststroke. Uh, okay. But, you know, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not sure I quite have the physics of this place. So yeah, yeah for uh, sure. Yeah. In the fall. Yeah. Maybe it's like a, um, like Olympic diving sort of thing of like, okay, I got to do a, I got to do a half back or whatever while mm -hmm. we're falling to get my, get my body out of the way. Okay. Yeah. You do feel more pressure on your front and like as you tilt it, you can, you feel it a little bit like a rudder. Like you feel like you're, you're ruddering yourself okay. in a, in a new angle. And, uh, let's give, let's get another saving throw. Same, same stats for everybody, everybody. 23, 18 for Filner. 20 for Jonas. Perfect. This is working out so well. I love this. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, so Abel, you just, it's like you wake up and you're in this, this <laughs> weird two dimensional space and you wake up just in time to see Filnir like move into your space, like entirely into your space. And, uh, and as he does so, you can't feel him there. He doesn't feel like he's inside of you or anything like that. Um, but 
it, it's the weirdest thing that like you look down and you can see yourself, but you cannot see Filnir except his leg is sort of drawn slightly off of where your leg is. And you can see the tip of his head coming off of your shoulder and you're passing down and you see that these spears are stuck in the wall of this like waterfall painting. And you see that there are drawings of six men that have been impaled by these four spears that are, their heads are sort of down. They look like they're drawn dead uh, in, on the side of the waterfall. And you can see down uh, below you, uh, let's see, let me give another roll here. Uh, directly underneath Jonas, um, there's another group of spears down there. And, um, uh, and it looks like soon it's going to hit him. So if we keep traveling on our perceived trajectories. Yes. Jonas looks like he's going to fall on a spike. And Filnir, you didn't, you don't have a trajectory put together mm-hmm. for him, but he has disappeared behind you or inside in, in your drive of me inside of you. Yeah. There's got to be some part of me inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, old as ancient skies. I've had these wandering eyes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm stalling for time. Uh, I feel like Abel's move would be to try to pull on the rope to pull Jonas towards us. Okay. And just trust that, that if I pull on it, that little that little blueberry on the toothpick is going to move more towards us than we're going to move towards him. <laughs> and you cannot touch the rope. It's just you move your hand over it and you just can't you just can't get it. Like it's it's like it's just drawn there and it doesn't even it's not like it it doesn't even exist as you move your hand up and down. But you can see <laughs> that you get that that if you move your hand in the right place at, at some point, the drawing of the rope moves. Okay. Like as you move your hand around it, you can sort of make it move, but you don't feel it. Can I, drawing on my early exper- earlier experience at the top of the hole, try to like see through Jonas's eyes and like puppet him myself? Hmm. Um, maybe like use the same instinct I did when I pulled his finger out of the hole. So, so yeah, give me a, uh, a straight wisdom check and wisdom check. And, and, and John, what is your, what is your, 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 um, your perception, your, your, uh, Passive. uh, passive perception. 10. Okay, wisdom check. Beat a right. beat a ten, Sam. All right, just a heterosexual wisdom check. <laughs> Fifteen. Nice. So you can now even see yourself. 
you are in Jonas's body. Okay. And then I am going to try to, to, uh, you know, sort of Superman fly him like a skydiver's move, like James Bond jumping out of an airplane with no parachute, you know, uh, away from the spike that he's heading towards. Toward you or away from you? I think towards me. Okay. All right. I'm going to fly me towards me. (laughs) Okay. You can fly you towards you. Okay. Uh, I need one more saving throw uh, on your stats here. Okay. 24. Ooh, I got a natural one, which is a nine. I got an 18. Okay. So, uh, Abel, you are able to fly Jonas toward you. And, uh, and it's weird. He and Filnir, uh, cross and Filnir barely misses the spikes that are on the other side. Um, uh, and, uh, and now you can see them both and they are both sort of lower than you, like more toward the, the bottom of the hole, wherever that is that you're going. And as you pass those spears, you see the drawn images of, more dead men these are all drow that are that are dead on these impaled on these spears and then you you make out below you very far down then we make out no you you can see you can see very far below you um this shining pink and green uh liquid for lack of a better word, like it's it it's shimmering and it looks like it's moving, and it also looks like it's drawn, but it's the it looks like it's the whole bottom of this light well tower under that's underground. Lady um, and yeah, and you are you you are falling, you're falling, and when you hit the Lady Bone dome, you're you all feel the the impact as though you are diving in water from a high dive so it's not nothing but it's not enough to do damage to you and i need you all to roll one more saving throw um with your with your intel your spell casting stat dc 15 natural 20 baby 18 for nice. filming 28 23. Okay. Uh, let me get, let me get, uh, Felipe too. I can't imagine him failing this. Okay. All right. So, so (laughs) sorry. You can't imagine it. See my rolls. I forgot to to switch off the DM rolling guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I rolled a natural one, which is ride the tiger, ride the tiger, (laughs) Felipe. Which for Felipe makes it a nine. Oh my god. Oh my god. So okay, so you guys hit this like this lady, this green and pink lady bone dome. And all the uh, three of you come out and now you're falling 60 feet per second. You're third you're, I mean, uh per per round, you're all uh back to your three-dimensional selves. Abel, you do not have anything underneath your arm. And as you look up, you see a drawing of Felipe Madamba, spread eagle, 
looking down with his eyes like wide and his mouth open. And he is like drawn on the top of this room. And, and you look, you can see down and you have another probably 200 feet of falling to do with your, uh, with your feather fall. And this, the ceiling of this dome, it looks like, like the curvature is, looks like it would have a, a radius of like a mile. That's how subtle this curve is. So it looks like you're just the very tip of this, of this, of a sphere. Just the tip. This, just the tip. There's water down below and you're floating down toward a landing and you can see where the hole is, where you came out. There are, there are hundreds of frozen in time men and women, warriors, wizards that are drawn in this like tight circle that you have just come through and you slowly float down to this this like island in the middle of this sort of wet area. Um, and you land safely and looking out around this room, the water looks pink and it's probably because of the way that it's reflected from the ceiling of this dome. And clearly around this room, there are super weird two-dimensional things happening all over the place. Uh, You see uh, people who are alive uh, sort of appear momentarily and quickly move across the ceiling and then disappear again. Uh, And then in another place, you see see, uh, people appear and move quickly across the ceiling. And give me perception checks, all of you. 23 for Filnir. 10. Okay. Five. (laughs) Filnir, you see it's small. It's far away from here. But you see the outline of something that's like a square, like, window like a, like a weird looking square box that's drawn up on the ceiling. And you see your good buddy, Florin Gershon appear and streak across the dome, hit another little square far on the other side of the dome and disappear. And fellas, I that have, <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but that's okay. where we're going to end episode 51 man of the dungeon dads podcast down in the center of the earth without felipe can't believe we made it down here (laughs) jonas you took me by surprise when you let me inside of you (laughs) 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 every part of me wants to be touching every part of you (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> wow. That was nuts. God, the imagery on that. The imagery on that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, really really cool in my head as this was going. Yeah, are you uh are you figuring out sort of what's what's up here? No. I mean, not no, even not a little bit. I figured okay. the top of the dome, we could see the top of the water, I guess. Mm, mm-hmm. All the, all the people that that are above the uh, surface of the water, but that's that's all. Yeah. I- 
all I got. Yeah. We should save that for the bonus episode. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk <laughs> okay. about this in the bonus. And uh, guys, I'm really, really excited to have you here. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry we're ending it now, but uh, there's a lot to happen down here in the center of the world. No, that makes sense. Well, that listen, sense. if you haven't already, subscribe to our Patreon so you can hear the bonus episode we're about to record. You can also hear our premium campaign, Mountain City Mayhem. Um, and... Check out our recently launched merch store. Yeah. hey <laughs> Store is really good. We've, we've got uh, all the portraits of all the characters uh, that you guys have seen on the website and on your uh, your your feed, plus the new Abel More. portrait, which is like really, really delicious. Um, and then <sighs> we have our brand new logo that is uh, also on some of these shirts. Um, uh, and of course... If you're not listening to this as they come out, then you've been hearing about our merch store for 50-something episodes now. So <laughs> this is not going to be as exciting to you as it is to us right, right this now. This is the moment. This is the and moment. And there will, probably, there will probably be a lot more artwork there because yeah. we this have the, more stuff to come out. This is the first out. episode yeah, that yeah, we've as recorded we since launch. We're not done. Yeah, yeah guys, it's, this stuff is so awesome. You, I mean, I can't wait for all of you hey, to listen, see it. Credit to Brian, right? RPG yeah. and company. That's right. Yeah, Brian. Right. with the logo. Great job, man. Yeah, man. I love it. I he love really it. hooked it, us up. We went through so many different iterations of this. This poor guy, like this poor guy gave <laughs> us like probably 20 winning uh, uh, logo versions. We're just like dicks. We're just like, nah, that's really good. But how about this? And then he'd do the exact thing that we asked. And we're like, that's really cool. But what about this other thing? <laughs> poor guy. Hey, but we got there. And you know what? what? I think awesome. what Tom is saying is he was great to work with. <laughs> That's right. Great to That's work right. with. Yeah. He was great to work with, and he loves he loves talking D and D all day. That's yeah. right. He professionally DMs as well. So, awesome. so you can yeah. check out our show notes for all of those links. Yeah. yeah. All his right, code guys. probably still works. Go check it out. Dungeon Dad's yeah. fifteen for coupon to his store. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. Toodaloo, everybody. Come back for the bonus Toodaloo. episode next week. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.